Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And week number four, day 14. It's our Eagles camp recap with NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. And while it may seem, John, like it's starting to get monotonous uh, <laughs> as training camp rolls into August, a lot to cover today, of course, day two of the joint practice uh, with the New England Patriots. Another spectacular catch by Jalen Rager. We'll talk about that. Cutdown day uh, was today the first cutdown. We talked about it uh, last night. Devontae Smith practicing today. Uh, we'll get into that. And is this the day in camp, John McMullen? August 17th, for day 14, that Jalen Hurts has been anointed the starter by his teammates. Interesting article today put out by Brandon Lee Gowton. Of course, Lane Johnson talked about uh, Jalen Hurts' command in the huddle um, from last Thursday night. So a lot of ground to cover uh, today, Johnny Mac, uh, on this Eagles Camp Recap. Yeah, I mean, well, to get started with Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's the starting quarterback of this team. Everybody knows it. I said it's an open secret. Uh, For whatever reason, the organization doesn't want to go down that route. I personally think it is just related to the belief that you don't want to hand anything to a young player uh, and anoint him a starting quarterback, so to speak. So, you go through the motions. But again, I've been saying since the start of camp, Joe, there's only one guy that's taken first team reps. So this is a funny level of competition. We talk about Andre Dillard versus Jordan Mailata before Andre Dillard got, um, got hurt. They, they split the reps evenly. They're not, nobody else has taken a first team rep. So, he doesn't have to be anointed the starter by his teammates. He's already the starter. So you just got to go to Nick Sirianni and say, what, what's the holdup? What's the holdup? I just explained it. Doesn't want to hand anything. Doesn't want to give anything. Doesn't want to declare a young player with four starts the starting quarterback this early in the process. I don't, I don't get it, but that's what it is. John, does it make sense? for Nick Sirianni to still be holding on to that belief. I buy it 
if you go all the way back to, which wasn't that long ago, by the way, week one, day one, uh, when they were working in the red zone and Jalen was getting all the snaps, fast forward to your report yesterday, and I think you couched it this way, not to tie a shoe, not for a bathroom break, not for an equipment malfunction, has Jalen Hurts missed a snap on the first team. What's the holdup? Let's yeah, let's not, in, let's let's get the let's get the injection of confidence from the new head coach. Yeah, exactly. Not even for any reason. I mean, typically, you know, if you go through this far into camp, and we're talking about fourteen days, um, you know, somebody might miss a first team rep for a water break. Uh, a bathroom break, as I said, tying a shoe, doing something. Somebody else will run in and take the rep. Um, and that's not important if something like that had happened. Uh, it wouldn't mean Jalen Hurts is any less the starter. But I just say it to, to point out nobody, nobody has taken a first-team rep at quarterback except Jalen Hurts. So, um, look, we talk about Deshaun Watson. There's more negative uh, uh, than positive going on around that situation right now for him on a personal level. Um, I don't think he's an option at this stage of the game, even though the Eagles would be interested in, in him from a football perspective. So you can't get another starting quarterback until next year anyway. Um, yeah, I think Nick Sirianni should step up to the podium and say he's the starting quarterback, but Look, competition, he talks about his core values all the time. Competition is one of them. It's an important part of it. And his belief with younger players who haven't proven themselves is to not name them the starter this early in camp, this early in the process. That's all it comes down to. Whether or not it makes sense or not is totally defined by head coach Nick Sirianni. doesn't really matter what I think. It just doesn't logically make sense. It's not, you talk about the Patriots being in town today for day two of the, uh, of practicing with the team. Now, perhaps there is a legitimate competition uh, for quarterback uh, between Cam and Mac Jones. Uh, so a starter may or may not have been named. I get it. There is no competition going on. Is Jalen competing against himself? To be anointed the starting uh, the starting quarterback of this team? Well, I think he's being uh, he, he he's facing competition from outside the building, and typically we're we're talking about Deshaun Watson. We're only talking about one player at this stage, but right now that's not an option. Uh, so it's kind of been taken off the table a little bit until things get a little bit clearer. And I don't know if everybody saw, but Tony. Busby is out there talking again. So it looks like there's going to be more hurdles, not less hurdles. So if you take Deshaun Watson out of the equation, no, he's not competing against Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was brought here to be the backup quarterback. Now, look, we're talking about week one. I talked about Jordan Mailata. He won't name Jordan Mailata the starter at left tackle. He's going to be the starter week one. Um, now, if they perform poorly – in, in the early stage, say the early of the month, early month of the season, then they could get benched like anybody else. Ultimately, Carson Wentz got benched last year as a face of the franchise with a $140 million contract. 
ultimately played so poorly he got benched. So everybody uh, can be benched. Everybody can re- be replaced. But for the start of the season, yeah, Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback of the Eagles. When they decide to tell you that, I can't tell you yet. But he's going to be the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's use that to transition into uh, practice today. Was it a duplicate of yesterday, meaning they practiced for two hours today? And then you, after that, tell me about the offense. We're, we'll get into the great Jalen Rager catch. Um, but how did Jalen Hurts look with in, in command of the offense on day two uh, against the Patriots? Yeah, they played very well again. A much uh, shorter session, more like a typical Eagles practice, went about an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes. So it wasn't the big long practice, uh, obviously game on Thursday night. So uh, maybe they felt they got in enough work yesterday. I know Bill Belichick wanted to work in a lot of red zone situations. I was told that specifically uh, by a member of the Eagles coaching staff. So They did a lot of red zone work, both in team drills, 11 on 11 and seven on seven. And and that's what Bill Belichick wanted to work on. But I got to tell you, the Eagles again got the better of it. So uh, they had a good two days at practice. I don't know. The Patriots don't look very talented, to be honest. Uh, It's not often we say that Mm -hmm. because they've been so good for so long. Um, The Eagles look better. They've looked a lot better especially offensively. The defense has looked good throughout much of camp. Uh, The offense, not so much. Um, And we started talking about the chicken and egg causality. Well, is the defense better than we thought it was? Or is the offense that bad? I think maybe the defense was good. And the offense, now that they're facing somebody else, doesn't look as bad. But I will say this. The uptick in the offense also has something to do with Brandon Brooks being back, Isaac Sayamalo being back. And all of a sudden, you have Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Sayamalo, Jordan Mailata, and all of a sudden, the offense looks better. Sometimes it's Oxum's razor, which means the simplest explanation is often the correct one. That offensive line is really good. We'll find out whether or not the catch by uh, Jalen Rager was good enough to earn the John McMullen practice game ball, but we will not find that out until the very end of this report across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Uh, but talk about it, John. Uh, it was a great one-handed grab uh, by Jalen Rager again. A highlight reel yeah. for sure. Yeah, the first one, which was... I think I look back, it was August 5th, I think. Um, So it's been about two weeks, close to two weeks. You know, that was the play of the summer, we called it, up until this one. This one is, you know, people should go look at it. The Eagles have been posted. uh, We can't take video at that stage of practice, the media. Uh, They have it posted on their social media site. It's tremendous. It's it's OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr.-like, just snatching the ball out of the air one-handed. And more than that, you know, it's also he's leaping. You know, Jalen's got about a 42-inch vertical leap. Uh, 
He is leaping up to get this ball, snatches it out of the air with one hand, has the body control to stay in bounds. Just everything is phenomenal. And, and when, you know, this is an indication when people say they're giving up on Jalen Rager, you may want to pump the brakes on that because this kid is really, really talented. Now, that's practice. It's got to translate to the football field on a more consistent basis. Talk about Devontae Smith. Uh, he was back in pads again today. Did he get some work? Did he do a little bit more today than he did yesterday? Yeah, he, he did do a little bit more. He worked in team drills um, very lightly. I, and I don't know why the Eagles put him in team drills, to be honest, because they didn't use him. They didn't throw to him. Uh, they used him more as a decoy to work on some other things. They would split out three receivers, so you'd have Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins on one side of the field, and the tight end, which in this case was Dallas Goddard, on the other end of the field. And and you pretty much generate a one-on-one -on -one matchup in the red zone, and they threw a quick fade pattern to Dallas Goddard for a touchdown. They were doing stuff like that, using Devontae Smith as a decoy, um, the good news is, is, though, he's getting healthier. Uh, he's certainly on track to play week one. I still don't think he's playing Thursday night. He said he would if they let him. Uh, I think they're going to be cautious. I think they're going to play him against the Jets in the final preseason game. Uh, but the bigger news is he's clearly going to be ready for week one, barring another injury, of course. Uh, and that's good news uh, because – Sprained MCLs, uh, if they're bad, if they're uh, the worst grade, can be significant injuries. This was uh, the best case scenario for a sprained MCL. John, is it appropriate to say right now, week four, day 14, that the first team offense is set for September 12th? Um, I... It, I, I would say it is, except for the third receiver spot. And I think that's Quez Watkins to win. Uh, that that spot is his to win. Um, depends what you call the the first team offense. If you're playing, if you consider 12 personnel, then it's set because it's Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith. Um, so, yeah, it's locked up. Jordan Mailata is going to be the left tackle. Miles Sanders is the running back. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. You know the rest of the offensive line. Um, that third receiver spot, if you're playing 11 personnel, Quez Watkins is playing the best. Um, it's trending in that direction. Travis Fulgham uh, has had a bad week to 10 days. Uh, I think he's kind of fading. Um and, and it's there for the taking for Quez Watkins, but he's got to finish the job. Is Travis fading himself onto the bubble to potentially not making the roster? Um, possibly. And I'm going to explain why when I hand out my game ball, which is not going to Jalen Rager. Okay. And people are not going to like what I say, but it's happening again. I'll just say my hint is August and – who typically plays well in August, and he had a big, big day today.
All right. Good show, Tease. You have to stick around <laughs> right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel uh, until we get to that point in the report. This is Eagles Camp Recap uh, with John McMullen, week four, day 14. Uh, offensively, from an offensive standpoint, John, before we transition in to defense, any other work get done on the offensive side of the ball that was different than the previous 13 days? Was there anything additional that you saw that the offense worked on um, today that maybe they haven't done before? No, I mean, Nick has been uh, very honest. I I think he, he told us when he, the install, I think it was maybe the eighth day uh, when his offense was completely installed. Um, so it's been in there for a while now. Now it's just about sort of, um, you know, sharpening things up and, and making sure the offense works at, at a high level and executing things. So the offense itself has been in for a while now. So we're not going to see any new tweaks or any new things. Now, if they're working on sort of trick plays, obviously fans love that kind of stuff. You know, they're going to hold that for the regular season when they kick the media out of practice because they don't want it reported. You know how the NFL is. It's a, it's a secret surveillance state. And, you know, they, they don't want to, they don't want anybody else seeing that kind of stuff. And they certainly don't want other teams seeing it. And you see a joint practice. This is just about executing for both teams and trying to, to sharpen up what they're doing against a different opponent uh, because you get used to each other. Brandon Graham talked about it earlier this week. You know, those are two of the Eagles' best players going against each other every day of practice. Brandon Graham against Lane Johnson. Lane knows Brandon. Brandon knows Lane. Sometimes, you know, they get uh, – they know each other too well. Uh, and Lane can stop Brandon where maybe somebody else can't because they're not used to the way Brandon Graham plays. Vice versa, you know, maybe Brandon's able to, to beat Lane Johnson because he knows him so well. And somebody else who doesn't get to practice against Lane Johnson is going to have a difficult time because they don't know those little tricks of the trade. John, how did Sirianni handle uh, the cut down today? There were a couple of players that were released today to get the roster down to 85. Is that something that, well, it was his first cut down day. How did he handle it? Well, uh, it was a four o'clock. So Nick spoke before practice. So it was before the Eagles made their decisions. Um, but I think it's difficult for him. I think, you know, it's one of the tough parts of the industry, even though, Look, 90 to 85 isn't a big cut, but, you know, Nick always says the the first I talk about, you know, his sort of uh, things he wants to bring to this organization, his, his um, sort of ethos as a coach, as a person. And number one on that is connecting and connecting with players. So 
it doesn't matter if you're the 89th guy or the 90th guy. He's going to make sure he talks to everybody uh, when they're released and, and tries to help them uh, move along in their career, whether it's going somewhere else or, in this case, the Eagles waived three players. They were all injured, though. So if, if they all clear waivers, uh, they will revert back to the Eagles' injured reserve list. And then they're either out for the season uh, or, more likely, the Eagles will reach an injury settlement with them and they could, at that point, go sign with somebody else. All right. Uh, talking with the NFL insider John McMullen, co-host of uh, Birds 365, our buddy Jeff Carr, who's sitting in for you uh, while you're working camp with Jody Mack on Birds 365, uh, wrote about the Sirianni-Belichick um, collaborative uh, today uh, uh, for CBS uh, Sports. Um, did you see anything from Nick or from Belichick that looked like they were uh, laughing, chuckling, and getting along? Uh, was Nick teaching Bill anything today? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, yes, they're getting along. I, I think Bill Belichick has this reputation. We brought it up yesterday with Zach Ertz. I mean, the guy's got a good sense of humor. I don't think people realize he's not uh, this curmudgeon uh, all the time. Behind the scenes, he's actually a uh, pretty nice guy. Um, so it's it's not a matter of them getting along. Um, I, you know, I think the issue is that, uh, no, uh, Nick Sirianni, there's not a rookie, and this is not an insult, uh, there's not a rookie coach in this league that can teach uh, Bill Belichick yeah. anything. <laughs> Dumb <question>. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I always say Chip Kelly because, uh, you know, Bill Belichick, I don't know if people realize this. I've said it on many of my shows. Loved Chip Kelly. Loved him. Um, used to bring him in before he was the head coach of the Eagles. Uh, knew him from new, his New Hampshire days. Uh, loved his thoughts on tempo and increasing the pace of the game. And he would often pick his brain on, on those types of things. But I always joke, Bill's smart enough to pick the brain of somebody who's got a good idea and then filter out all the bad stuff that goes along with it. He just takes the good idea and filters out the rest. And that's sort of the difference between him and, and coaches like Chip Kelly, who was very innovative. Uh, now that we are in hindsight, we can see all the things that Chip Kelly brought to the NFL – a lot of teams still use them today, and he was the first to bring him there. He just didn't have that filter to understand, okay, this part's good. This part's not so good. You have to adjust it, and Chip just couldn't do that. 14 days in, John, your personal assessment. I want to get to the defense and then get to your game ball recipient, but your personal assessment of how Nick Sirianni is doing as a head coach. You talked to him again uh, this morning before camp, you're dealing with him on a daily basis. You're watching him and analyzing him, writing about him, reporting on him. What do you think? Um, I I think he's fine. I don't think he's overmatched for people that, you know, jump to conclusions after one press conference. You see him now. He's far more comfortable. He's gotten to know us. He's, he's comfortable with us. He's uh, 
I guess, comfortable in his own skin. Uh, the biggest question I have is about the practices and the length of practices and is 70, 75 minutes enough time to prepare. You know, the thought process at the Novacare Complex is, you know, work smarter, uh, not, you know, don't work harder, work smarter. Um, maybe they're right. Maybe they have uh, figured something out. Uh, but that stuff we'll see down the road. They certainly, I will say, they look prepared, the first team. Uh, they didn't make any mental mistakes in a very um, short period of playing time against Pittsburgh in the preseason opener. So that was positive. Um the offense as a whole had been behind the defense, but they've been playing better recently, and they played really well uh, against the Patriots, and they played really well against the Steelers. So I think that says something. Um, opposite, ob obviously, opposition outside the building. So again, we talk about the Eagles' defense. Is it good? Is it as good as it looks, or is the Eagles' offense bad? Well. They played against Pittsburgh. They look good. They played against New England. They look good, the Eagles offense. So maybe we're starting to get some answers. Maybe this team is a little bit better than people think it is. And I'll go back to the offensive line again. The offensive line, if healthy, and that's a big if because you've got a lot of guys with injury histories. But if they are out there, that offensive line, might be the best in football. And if that plays out, and I agree with you, if that stays true and the best line of big uglies is lining up in front of Jalen Hurts, will he look, be, and execute to a level that we are not expecting in a good way just because of that variable. Yeah, I think he'll be better than people expect. Uh, if you're behind a top five offensive line in this league, you're going to have a chance to do a lot of things. Uh, you're going to have a chance to make plays in the running game, in the passing game. And the Eagles have enough talent. You know, we talk about Miles Sanders. There's no doubt he needs to improve as a pass catcher. But as a runner, he's explosive. Uh, we know the tight ends are good if Zach Ertz is still here. Uh, the receivers, still some question marks because they're so young and unproven. But you know, you could, as I said, go to the Eagles' social media account. You'll see Jalen Rager has the talent to do it. Can he put it together? We know Devontae Smith has the talent to do it. Can he stay healthy at 166 pounds? These are some of the questions you have to ask. And, you know, everything is not – I always tell fans this. Everything is not going to work out perfectly. When you have a bunch of questions, they're not all going to be answered in a positive fashion. You're going to face some adversity. Nick Sirianni talked about that this week. Um, can the Eagles handle it? Very young team, very young at the uh, at, at the playmaking positions on offense. That's a concern. I mean, there's no experience at the wide receiver position. Um, Greg Ward is the most experienced wide receiver on this team. That's that's a problem. 
Eagles camp recap with John McMullen. We got to flip to the other side of the football and talk a little bit uh, about the defensive, uh, the defensive side of the ball. Sometimes, John, I feel as though it's overlooked. We're not talking about it that much uh, on, on the defensive side. Uh, Kayvon Wallace was uh, is going to play on. Uh, on Thursday, I'm assuming he missed the game uh, last Thursday. So there's that story. Alex Singleton's name keeps popping up uh, every single day um, coming out of South Philadelphia. Uh, now the question comes up, hey, is Alex Singleton now improved his pass coverage? We know he can hawk the hell out of the football. Um, man, he looks good. Uh, talk a little bit about what you saw today on, from the defense uh, from the de- defensive side of the football. Yeah, Alex had uh, interception and seven-on-seven drills. And look, that's designed for the offense. I mean, that's where the offense is supposed to execute. It's supposed to be easy for him. Defense is just working on coverage and being in the right position. Uh, he was able to intercept. Uh, Brian Hoyer, who is the Patriots' third-string quarterback, but a veteran guy, everybody knows, uh, Brian Hoyer. Um, Yeah, Alex is just (laughs) – he's playing at a high level, and he's one of those guys. Jody and I often have this conversation. Guys who don't have the pedigree, guys who aren't the first-round picks, the day-two picks, they, they don't often get chances to prove themselves. And Alex Singleton had a very small path to prove himself. Eagles did want him on the field last year. Only got on the field after Dave Gary got hurt, after T.J. Edwards got hurt. They said, oh, we got to play Alex Singleton. And he played so well, he didn't leave the field. Um, Now he's entrenched. He's going to be a starting linebacker on this team. He keeps making play after play after play after play. Very instinctive player. Um, very smart player, high football IQ, uh, great against the run. Uh, pass coverage was the question. And maybe that's a nice compliment because Eric Wilson is going to be the other starting linebacker, very good in pass coverage, not very good in run support. So maybe they kind of complement each other. I know Darius Slay had a mishap or a collision yesterday that, where he didn't finish up practice, but he was, as you said, cordial after and everything else. Was Darius back uh, back today? Is there uh, back in action? Back in yeah, he was back. Fire? So no uh, no issues whatsoever with Darius. Uh, Derek Barnett, however, and Javon Hargrave were out of practice. Uh, Derek um, hurt his shoulder. A little bit to be concerned about. He said he's had some shoulder issues in the past, so. Uh, Javon hurt his ankle, uh, but they're both listed as day-to-day. So ultimately, that's a very good designation. It tells you it's not serious. Both were out on the field watching practice. Uh, They're probably not going to play Thursday night, but uh, those are two players who who probably don't need the preseason reps. So um, out of practice, but not serious injuries. One last thought, John, before you give away that – Uh, camp game ball uh, today. Uh, One last thought looking ahead to Thursday night. Do you have any expectation for how long the offense will go to work uh, in the second game? I I don't know if there is um, a reason for them to play more only to get better 
in real life situation in a real game situation so perhaps maybe they'll go a little bit longer or no yeah i would think they would go a little bit longer i mean i mean there's two levels to this the quarterback needs reps uh the receivers need reps the young receivers the offensive line not so much uh the tight ends not so much so i could see them going they want 10 snaps. Maybe maybe the offensive line plays 20. Uh, but I want to see the quarterback and the receivers. I want to see them out there for a quarter. We'll see how the Eagles handle it. I asked Nick Sirianni today. He didn't say. Still a work in progress on uh, his plan. I, 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 I think Jalen Hurts needs reps. Needs reps in a live game environment. Um, and the Eagles backup offensive line is pretty good as well. The depth, the Nate Herbigs of the world, Jack Driscoll's, uh, Matt Pryor's, uh, they can put together some competency uh, to, to get them through a quarter. And and then, the, you know, this is a young player with no history of injuries. You can't legislate injuries. you got to get these players prepared. Um, he's got to be out there. He's got to get reps. Eagles Camp Recap with John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. <clears throat> John, time for you to award your game ball. Time to get everybody angle, ang angry. <laughs> J.J. Ortega-Whiteside dominated red zone action against the New England Patriots. Two touchdowns, least five catches that I saw. Beating people, showing quickness. Looking, well, I mentioned Travis Fulgham. Right now, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is a better receiver than Travis Fulgham. So when we talk about who's going to be that fifth receiver, well, J.J.'s talking himself back in the conversation. Now, you know, he's always been good in August. He's always had good training camps. This year, not so much until the past couple days or so. And all of a sudden, J.J.'s showing up. So, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, you get the game ball. Wow. What a way to end football 24-7. Eagles camp recap uh, with John McMullen. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, Nelson Aguilar, did he do anything? He torched him yesterday. Did he do anything <clears throat> now, today? Nelson was back to Nelson's self. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> he and Darius Slay were doing sort of an interesting back and forth um, on one-on-ones. One time Slay got him, pass breakup. Uh, next, uh, Nelson ran a great route, got open, easy touchdown, dropped the football. Nelson plays great, and then he'll drop the football. Eagles camp recap with John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. You will be right back on the channel uh, Mac and Mac, Jody Mac and John McMullen tomorrow. Is that correct, or is Jeff Curran for you tomorrow? No, I will be there tomorrow. Hopefully, right. if I if I if I keep going, Krause, the right. battery is charged. Keep going, Johnny Mac. We love it, uh, and we know everybody appreciates the great work uh, that <laughs> you're doing. That's going to do it for our Eagles camp recap with John McMullen, Week Four, Day Fourteen. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. See you next time, everybody.